In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5:4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. The theme of our program today, Awe of Life, Episode 2. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who has been given us. Romans 5, 6. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pick up where we left off on our last program. Let's further address the subjective question of a married couple discovering the will of God each month, each cycle of fertility, regarding their openness and readiness to embrace and be open to co-creating new life in partnership with God, of bringing a beautiful new person into existence in time and in eternity, an unrepeatable, unique human person with an irreplaceable and necessary mission for the glory of God and the salvation of souls. This possibility is not an imposition, but rather a transcendent gift of the very creative power of God himself. It is humbling and awe-inspiring to think that our Heavenly Father chooses to subject his ache to pour out new life to the choice and generosity of human beings on whom he has bestowed yet another awesome power, that of free will. He will never interfere with our free will. Yet ultimately, we are called to respond to this and all his gifts in love. You see, we suggest couples not apply their reason and intellect alone. Yes, use your intellect and reason, but not only that. No, not what the dominant culture attempts to impose but also faith, and even with a higher regard for faith, so as not to try to make God small, not to put him in a tiny box. Our Heavenly Father has the power and ability to provide all we need, and he will. He is never outdone in generosity, never. There's a great feeling of freedom and peace that one experiences when one takes a bit of a risk and puts out into the deep in love and trust in our infinitely loving God. See Luke 5.4. He is truly worthy of our unconditional trust. God is the one who creates. We are only cooperators. 
The creation of a new human life is ultimately dependent on God's will for us. It is up to God to bless us or not with a new child. This calls for great generosity, faith, and trust in His plan for our marriage and our lives. But it is also very freeing, liberating, to know that God is with us at every moment. And if He created us, He will sustain us. Yes, He most certainly will. When God blesses us with another child, He also will give us the grace of state to be good parents and providers. Not perfect parents. He does not gift perfect parents with children because He doesn't have any of those available. There are no perfect parents. Only parents who are vessels of His love. And we have all the love we need when we are one with God. God is the ultimate lover. He is the source of all authentic love. And if God does not bless us with a child, that too is his most holy and perfect will. And we are called to bless his will. Know that he always intends only what is good for us. We only need to live each day with greater faith, love, and generosity to ensure that God's will, not mine, be done. For only this way of life, this way of love, will make us happy and give us peace. And yes, parenthood starts from the moment of conception in the womb, from the moment of fertilization when there is only one cell, an embodied, immortal soul. So yes, the formation and sanctification of children begins in the womb, and certainly through infancy and beyond. Jesus is the one who sanctifies. We merely cooperate with his work. Consider Luke 1.41, when John the Baptist leaps in Elizabeth's womb at Mary's greeting. This happens when we bring our babies in the womb and our infants to Jesus in prayer, or to our place of worship, or to Holy Mass, or for a visit to our Eucharistic Lord Jesus, where graces radiate from Jesus into the souls of our children, and of course, into us. If the Lord does not build the house, in vain the masons toil. If the Lord does not guard the city, in vain the sentries watch. In vain you get up earlier and put off going to bed, sweating to make a living, since he provides for his beloved as they sleep. Sons are a bounty from the Lord. He rewards with descendants, like the arrows in a hero's hand are the sons you father when young. Happy the man who has filled his quiver with arrows of this sort in dispute with his enemies at the gate. He will not be worsted. Psalm 127. Let's thank our Heavenly Father for creating us. Let's be in awe of life. Let's share our awe of life with everyone we are blessed to encounter. Life is such a beautiful gift. Yes, each and every life is so beautiful, as is my life, and most especially, as is your life. So, how did my wife Kathleen and I come to currently have 19 children, 14 living and 5 in heaven? You know, we started out being naturally open to having more children after our first since Our lives had already changed, and as I naturally love children, 
What difference would a few more make? But this would have never carried us through, having the 19 children we are blessed with thus far. When we had five children, I had a powerful reversion to the Catholic Christian faith. I began reading about the church's teaching on life, including scripture, and the famous encyclical letter of now blessed Paul VI, Humani Vitae, meaning of human life, and eventually the Catechism of the Catholic Church and so many other wonderful books. The church's teaching on the truth about life and the value and dignity of the human person struck a deep chord in me, really resonating deep within me thanks to the graces that had been poured out upon me through Jesus, through no merits of my own, none. I came to embrace truths, beautiful realities, such as the fact that each person created is created in God's own image and likeness, that he is unique and unrepeatable, that he has a unique, irreplaceable mission from God for the good of the world and for the salvation of souls. That one person's value is in fact greater than the entire created universe, as the universe will pass away, but the human person is immortal. He will exist for eternity. The human person's eternity will only be beginning when all the stars burn out, as if not even one grain of sand of time in all the oceans of the world has passed. It is God's hope and intention that each person that comes into existence will exercise his free will to love and serve God and his fellow man and accept his mercy and salvation so as to be perfectly happy in the bosom of our Father of mercies for all eternity. God has shared his creative power with us to such an extent that he chooses to depend on our generosity on our courage in being open to life, to decide whether a particular person he has thought of for all eternity will come into existence. There is an absolute truth, an absolute reality. God is with us. God is with you. He is always with you. God is aware of and interested in and helping you with every single detail of your life. Furthermore, he is in command. Nothing happens that he does not at least permit. Although he does not will everything that happens in your life and in our world, he is so powerful, so mysteriously in command that he can and he will bring great good out of everything in your life. We need to know this. We need to believe this. We need to be assured of this, to live our lives in this. There is no need to be afraid of anything. Each person's mission is essential and crucial, but no crucial mission can ever be accomplished without risk. It is only through risk that we can accomplish the great things that God wants of us for our good and the good of others. Yes, we encounter a risk when we think about bringing another child into the world and, and into eternity or in doing something else that God is perhaps asking of us, perhaps asking of you. What is holding us back? Why all this confusion and fear? 
about so many things. God is with us. Yes, he truly is. One of my favorite gospels, one of my favorite reality checks is in the gospel according to Mark 4, 35 to 41. It is the story about the disciples crossing the lake with Jesus asleep in the stern. On that day, as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, let us cross over to the other side. More on this passage in a moment. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com, and you can email us at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com. Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies@gmail.com at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Back to Mark 4, 35-41. On that day as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross over to the other side. Yes, Jesus wants us all to cross over to the other side. But there is a risk involved. There is a mystery involved. Perhaps it is evening, perhaps it is late, maybe we're tired, but he wants us to cross to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him just as he was in the boat. Yes, leaving the crowd, leaving the opinion polls, political correctness, the dominant culture, 
the culture that says one or two children should be enough. Acquire more things and you will be happy. The culture that insanely makes a God, an idol, a savior, a religion, an obsession out of politics. The dominant culture that says it's all about power, prestige, early retirement, spending your final years playing golf, taking it easy, and waiting to die. Then what? We tend to want to be in control. We want all our ducks to be in a row before we venture out to give God what he wants in our lives. Lord, let us win the lottery first. Let us have all our finances locked in to supposedly be secure that our current children and our possible next child will have their private college education fully paid for, and then we will be open to life. Certainly, we can apply prudence in our lives where prudence belongs. But what is often lacking in today's Western culture is faith, and faith entails risk. Surrendering our comfort zone to our blessed Lord Jesus includes pain and purification, but for our good. We cannot reduce the value of a human life to an illusory sense of control and assurance that we will be able to provide that child a college education and all the things we think he needs to be happy and fulfilled. After all, we do not co-create with God persons who will be totally dependent and useless consumers. No, every person comes into the world with unique gifts to contribute for his own good and for the good of others. And that includes every person, even those with so-called disabilities and illnesses. It is supreme arrogance and lunacy to think that we parents alone somehow possess our children and are responsible for them on our own. We must give God his infinite due. God wants to reach us with his truth and encouragement, even through examples that nature provides around us. What if the majestic trees of the forest were to say, let us grow in greenhouses as potted plants where we will be safe and comfortable? They would never mature. Their potential, their mission would never be fulfilled. No, they risk to let their seeds fall where they will and die. Those seeds then take root in the earth where there is dirt, vermin, death, pain, darkness. Eventually, the trees sprout up and reach up for the sun, to the life-giving sun and to the heavens. In order to reach out for the sun, there must be a willingness to embrace the inescapable risks and challenges. And while they are reaching up and developing their full potential, fierce storms are mixed in with the sunny, tranquil days. You see, life is tremendously short. We need to step out and make the most of it. God is asking us to be generous in some way according to our possibilities. What is God asking of you? For many, he could be asking your openness to having another child if he so blesses you. And what a blessing that would be. You don't have to have five children or 14 children today. Our blessed Lord is just asking us to be open 
to trust, to be open to having perhaps one more child for now, to make the best of the circumstances and opportunities he is blessing us with today, then to discern the possibility of having yet another child down the road, but never to shut God out of our decision-making process, to never definitively marginalize his will. We must always be open to his will. He does not want us to be potted plants. Returning to the gospel, they took him just as he was. We need to take Jesus with us. We need to be with the Lord, and we need to take Jesus just as he is. The Jesus who loves us. The Jesus who is mercy incarnate. And the Jesus who is demanding. Who wants the best for us who wants us to live life to the fullest without fear. Our blessed Lord Jesus wants us to put him first, to be open to the children he wishes to bless us with, to put him and our families above things, above power, above prestige. There were other boats with them. And when we strive, to fulfill our mission and gallantly venture out, putting God and his will first, others will see this and become invigorated and emboldened themselves. They will look to our example and find courage to take a risk themselves, to leave fear behind and to begin to live their lives to the full. Then it began to blow a gale and the waves were breaking into the boat. Sure, It can seem difficult to take risks, to do God's will, to be open to having a larger family, to die to ourselves, to put our spouse and children before our own pleasure, things, and fears. But these are all opportunities to grow in faith, to grow in love, to exercise our spiritual muscles. None of us live selflessness perfectly, and my wife Kathleen and I unquestionably do not, but God wants us to give our best effort each day, even though we fall short. The growth and love is in the effort and the struggle. How could we ever love if there were no opportunities for difficulty or sacrifice? This is God's work. He is always there to help us. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You can email us at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com, or you can call us at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. We'll be right back. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s-style old storefront honors home, faith, and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand-milled soaps, old-time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. 
Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. And we pick up on our reflection on Mark 4, 35 to 41. But he was in the stern, his head on the cushion asleep. Sometimes when we follow the Lord and make an effort to do his will, it will seem like he's not there, as if he has abandoned us, left us to ourselves, as if he is unaware of our dire situation. But the truth is, He is always there, aware of and supremely interested in every detail of your life, always caring and always in absolute command, even when he is asleep. Servant of God, Archbishop Luis Martinez, wrote a beautiful, extensive meditation on this very gospel passage. It has been printed in English under the title, When Jesus Sleeps. It is a beautiful book, a beautiful meditation. I highly recommend it. Master, do you not care? We are going down. Yes, he cares, but he permits situations in our lives that take us out of our comfort zones. These are opportunities for us to grow in love, faith, hope, and virtue to be transformed more into Jesus. God is our infinitely loving Father. A good parent will not continue to hold his child's hand to cross the street as the child grows into his teens, 20s, 30s, 40s. A good parent knows when it is time to encourage the child to venture forth on his own. When a parent teaches his child to swim, will the child not complain Don't let go. I'm afraid I'll drown. But the parent helps and encourages the child to take the risk. And when the child discovers he can stay afloat on the water, 
through his trepid but gallant efforts, he is as proud as can be. All along, the parent was there to save the child if he went under, although the child could not perhaps perceive it at the time, being so preoccupied with his fears, challenges, and efforts at hand. The child would never develop, never mature, never be capable of any grand accomplishments unless the parent permitted him to take risks, to step out of his comfort zone, his bubble, to accomplish something. Our Heavenly Father is like this with us because he loves us and is willing to do what is best for us, regardless of our protests. Thanks be to God. If it was up to us, we would stay forever in our comfort zone, but God loves us too much for that. So he is always encouraging us through providential circumstances, events, disasters, and people in our lives to trust him more, to take risks, to accept and embrace difficulties, even tragedies, even cancer, and other adversity in our lives, so we can grow and mature and make the most of our lives. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988.